Welcome to the Physician's Financial Checkup Podcast, where we discuss the financial challenges and opportunities facing medical professionals. In this podcast, we'll discuss a variety of financial topics that are important to physicians, such as retirement planning, investing, and estate planning. We'll also interview experts in the financial services industry to get their insights on these topics. If you're a physician or a spouse of a physician, I encourage you to listen to this podcast. We will provide you with the information you need to make sound financial decisions and achieve your financial goals. Here's your host, Brent Bowden, a financial coach and certified financial planning advisor with over 15 years of experience helping medical professionals achieve their financial goals. To learn more about Brent Bowden and his services, visit brentbowden.com. Net income, we're going to break down the budget into three simple categories. 50% needs, 30% wants, and 20% savings and additional debt repayment. So to start with 50% needs, this includes things like housing, mortgage, food, transportation, utilities, your minimum debt payments, and insurance. Things that are required for you to have a a healthy lifestyle. All of those should be in about 50% of your net income. The next 30% includes our wants. Certainly want to enjoy what we put through to work, make sure those efforts are enjoyable. And so this includes things like travel, entertainment, uh, dining out, maybe any monthly subscriptions, shopping, luxury items, and electronics. All of those are going to fit into this next 30%. So if your net income, about 30% goes to those, you're probably doing pretty well. The final 20% is for savings and long-term debt repayment. Uh, This is additional payments that are going to go to our our debt to get that paid down faster. So whether that's on student loans, auto purchases, uh, credit card debt, those types of things, that's where some of this 20% can go. We also want to make sure that we're saving for that emergency savings account. So if you've fulfilled that three to six months of savings in this area, then you can move on to other types of savings, whether that's uh, in a brokerage account, uh, 529 plans for your kids, those different types of savings plans, uh, maybe even beefing up some Roth or backdoor Roth IRA contributions. So that 50-30-20 budget is a fairly simple way to be able to track all of our net income over time and kind of keep in line with those budgets generally does a really good job. Now, if you're a little bit lower on one of those categories or a little higher, you can certainly adjust. Um, It's just a a framework to kind of stay within and allows you to be able to to customize exactly what you're looking for. Now, when we're talking about budgeting, we're going to talk about a couple of other tips that can be helpful in being able to really help you stay on budget and on track. So one of those is automating bill payments. Improving your financial health with automating bill payments, in my opinion, is one of the easiest things to do means setting up your bills to be paid every single month automatically from your bank account or onto your credit card if you're receiving uh, points. Helps you just avoid late fees, keeps track of your spending. Uh, It's an easier way to to not have to stress every month about what day you have to pay things on when it needs to go out. You can make sure that those are easily paid in advance, ready to go, and set that for 12 months. It's no big deal. Now, also part of your budgeting 
is helpful to track your spending habits. These will change over time and that's okay, but at least annually, I prefer monthly to go through your spending habits and understand exactly what you're spending your money on. This will help you see where money's going, uh, identify different areas where you can either cut back or save or maybe spent frivolously. Um, and there's a number of different ways to, to track that spending. You know, there's some really good budgeting apps out there um, like Mint or YNAB. Um, personally, I use a, an Excel spreadsheet that's easily updated. Uh, I've, I've got that version in Google Sheets. Uh, and, and we allow some or have some coaching that's available too to be able to walk through um, tracking those spending habits over time. I think especially early on, but even as you're nearing retirement, it's good to be able to track where your money really goes and what's that going to look like um, anytime there's life changes. Another great tip in working with your budget is performing an annual service audit, or an annual budget audit. So once a year, I prefer to do this at the end of the year, December is, is really a look back at what you've spent money on over the past 12 months and perform a, a service audit. It means reviewing all your subscriptions, your insurance policies, any other services or memberships that you have. Um, are you still getting the value out of those? If so, keep them. That's fantastic. But if not, or maybe you have duplicate that you don't use as often or your insurance policies, you maybe have not reviewed in three or four years and they'll go up over time, uh, especially your property and casually. Uh, maybe your term insurance has lapsed or you've added disability, any of those, you want to be able to look at those and review them because there may be possibilities to save money by canceling subscriptions or switching to a different insurance company. Also, as part of our budgeting, we want to talk about unnecessary debt. It's one of the biggest financial mistakes that I've seen is people take on unnecessary debt uh, that you could have saved up for a little bit. Uh, set a short-term goal, whether it's a two, three, six month or a year goal to be able to pay for things rather than using a credit card, which has a high interest typically, or maybe a down payment on a car. Uh, you've financed more than you could really chew. Uh, sometimes it's student loans or other debts, uh, boats, cars, toys. And if you can save up at least portions of that until you're ready to buy something, then not taking on as much debt or a more affordable amount of debt may be a good solution to helping with some of your budget needs. Also, having a, a stable emergency fund. So we talked about that 20% going to building a savings fund, um, maybe some additional debt repayment. But that emergency savings fund is a very key piece of having a strong financial outlook. Somewhere between three to six months of your living expenses is helpful just to be able to take care of the things that come up in life, whether that's a car repair, medical bill, job loss, or other small thing, you wanna make sure that you've got that money set aside in an interest-bearing account so that you can take advantage of knowing you've got savings set aside when those things in life happen so that you can take care of it. And finally, as we talk about budgeting, one of the things that comes up a lot is uh, opportunities with specific medical loans. Uh, so a lot of times physician loans or dental loans are available uh, for home purchases, starting a practice, maybe buying into a practice. And there's lots of different loan options that we'll talk about in a future episode in more detail. 
But just knowing exactly what those loan options are and what the repayment looks like will be helpful for your long-term budget. So as we wrap up, hopefully there's a few tips in there to help you build good financial habits. By following a few of these tips and some others that we'll have in future episodes, you can improve your financial health and help you reach your financial freedom. Thank you for listening. Hope you found this podcast helpful. And if you'd like additional coaching, feel free to go to brentbowden.com backslash coach. Thank you for listening to the Physician Financial Checkup Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on your favorite platform and leave a review. You can also find more information on brentbowden.com. The information contained in this podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as financial advice. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views of any other individual or organization. You should carefully consider your investment objectives, risk tolerance, and time horizon before making any investment decisions. If you are seeking financial advice, you should consult with a qualified financial advisor who can assess your individual circumstances and needs.